2: Yeah, happy happy hour. Why? Why? It's a really bad week for Donald Trump. Uh-huh. So that means it, it's a good week for America. I feel like justice has not come yet, but it is fucking a croc. Like a turtle. Yeah. And it's like mid-croc, man. It's, it, mm. Yeah. Take it.
3: Justice is lubing up.
2: Get your face up in that, Justice America. Yeah. I, okay. I just... We're feeling hopeful. Why? Get it. Because, uh... This happy hour is the Jamie and Judy show. Yes. yes. <laughs> Let's not fun about that. First of all, anything could happen for America because it could happen and it did happen. The Judy Tenuta, it, g- goddess, comedy goddess and cancer warrior. Yes. Is on talking about her very inspirational story. She dealt with not just lockdown and, you know, isolation like all the rest of us whiners did. Uh, she's beat stage four ovarian cancer. Yeah. That's what she's been doing. During she's lockdown. fucking cancer shit up. Yeah. Right. She, yeah. What did, why are you so blue? I don't know. Why can't I be like that nice Rita Rudner? Yes. Anyway, she is a, a, a inspiration. And uh, Chairman Jamie Harrison, yep. who I was saying, I, reached out to me personally when my mom, you know, uh, fell and hit her head and had pneumonia, and I was, you know, we had to reschedule him. Yeah. But that's what we have to do as a party. Like, right, he's, he's talking about how Democrats are reaching out and touching people's lives, whether it's capping your insulin at 35 bucks or the child tax credit or what have you, right? Yep. What have you? Everything that was in COVID relief, that's in infrastructure. Uh, and so I I feel confident when I talk to him. Yeah. That he is, and he, they are having voters protection uh, squads on the ground in every state mm-hmm. because uh, I know a lot of us are worried about voter suppression and all of that. So I, I'm feeling hopeful. Today's a hopeful week. COVID numbers are going down. Yes. Right? We are. uh, I well. I will inch back to normal life when anyone wants to hang around with me. Right now, it just it's because of my personality. I'm still. Yes, you. You're in a personality-driven situation. Isolation. Right. I'm in a personality-driven isolation. Yeah. Because no one's inviting me.
3: (laughs) I'll be fine. Nobody help me. You're gonna go hike that bike seventy-five miles. I am this uh,
2: weekend. I am, and it's five o'clock somewhere. Drink up, everybody. Get your face up in this happy hour. Yeah. what did i say about you know things that could happen right and when it could happen it frequently does when you can say good morning judy Tenuda, comedy goddess
1: oh hi judy hi hi how are you as you can see i am the goddess of the garden this morning yes (laughs) I've got my big flowers. Yeah, you and of course, yeah. You either you had a see- horrible
2: weed whacker accident or something. You are you were caught in a flower bed of some sort.
1: Yeah, but yeah. There, there's worse things. So I'm happy about it. And as you can see, also, I have been struck blonde, Stephanie. <laughs> yes, you. Yes,
2: you have. <laughs> you you look like a like a homecoming queen which, that has like gotten oh. caught in your I don't know float.
1: Anyway, <laughs>
2: hi. Good morning. Good morning, goddess.
1: Stephanie, oh, it is so great to be here with you and be happy. And oh my goodness, as you know, I've been kicking cancer's ass. Yeah, <laughs> well,
2: listen, let's Woo! let's get to some rock star cheers for you. I, listen, you're going to make me cry because yeah, oh. you've always been my hero. As you know, my Shiro, oh, you are a comedy. Legend, a God, I don't know, multiple Grammy nominee. Mm -hmm. Everybody knows uh, Judy Tenuta as a comedy legend, but you have been battling stage four ovarian cancer. Um, Your recent viral video is kicking cancer's ass, shot entirely during isolation and quarantine at home. So we all thought we were having a COVID lockdown and loneliness and isolation and yada, yada, right? Yeah. But you were also dealing with with cancer so i, I and, and only you could make it funny
1: <laughs> <laughs> well it wasn't always funny but you know yeah, yeah 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 i said oh i've got a you know every uh you know what's important is to have people around you who are always encouraging you like i have friends who would call me ever judy what are you doing this morning i go well i'm kind of moody and they say no you're kicking cancer's ass yeah <laughs>
2: Right. right. Yes.
1: Yeah, so then, then I would get up and you know start doing all kinds of things to, you know, you got to be positive. Yeah. Believe. I always. Every morning I wake up. I'm, I'm healthy. I'm. I say I'm healthy. I'm loved and I'm. Bless! And I'm playing my squeeze box! <laughs> 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 yeah. Better
2: than you know, they haven't yeah. thought of that for stage four ovarian before <laughs> is uh, more accordion, but clearly it works.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In well, test
2: trials with you.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Well, I have great doctors, you know, yeah. that's number, I, we have to thank them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and I just, I as hard as it is, you have to really try to stay positive, you know, yeah. and any pig who does not support you, bye. Yeah, it's goodbye really to pigs. Weird. I think that's a good—that's
2: that, a good, you know, lesson in life yeah. in general. Goodbye to pigs that don't support you.
1: Well, isn't that true? Yes. And and, and you know, some people I think they think they're going to get it by talking to me Right. because I had some friends who've kind of gone away, you know. But yeah. that's okay because I had a, have a lot of good people who do support me. So you know, you just let them drift away. But yeah, yeah, you know, uh, you, you just have to, well, you know, I, you've, gotten, I you've yeah. gotten
2: numerous accolades. Uh, it's become an unexpected battle cry, your video for those who are experiencing not only cancer, but other health issues, including COVID. You know, we all had COVID and I thought, you know, it really is the thing about whenever you're feeling whiny and I'm single. So, you know, it's been a very long, like lonely COVID lockdown, but it really is true. Like You're someone that you look at and go, shut up. You've been dealing with all that and cancer mm-hmm. at the same time right so it's it's everything's yeah. relative when you're feeling
1: well yeah, I know I would get I would get people who would who would say to me oh judy uh, i know how you feel um you know i stubbed my toe this morning <laughs> Yeah go hang yourself pig you have no idea <laughs> <laughs> Yeah how, how about a couple hours of chemo yeah, yeah you know but
2: everybody's been talking we've been t- having this conversation because we're we are just done with covid idiots here and people that you yes. know that just don't i mean because here you are you're immune compromised because of cancer yeah. at a time of covid so that's that's what do you make of this like what is it 40% of the country that just doesn't oh. give up b- about anyone else immune compromised I, people
1: kids that no. can't get vaccinated listen i've lost a couple friends who refuse to get com- i mean i I'm willing to talk to them, yeah. but they don't want to talk to me because I am vaccinated. It's just like a new, you, I, I I, was hearing you earlier. Oh, yeah, I don't want blood from anybody who's been vaccinated. That's, what yeah. the heck? Yeah. I mean, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I'm just saying you must feel it
2: even more acutely. I didn't know what you were going through. I, but you came to my was just so touching my birthday party in september when it was outdoor everybody was fully vaxxed but you oh, were yeah. i remember at the time saying i have to be really careful and i didn't know what you were going through and uh god bless you honey yeah.
1: well i wasn't i you know i didn't really say it until I, you know but then i thought you know i gotta make this video so people know i'm still alive because, <laughs> <Yeah. you> know, <laughs> some people yeah you what? know so that, that's what I did. Yeah. What?
2: So what, tell it, take us through this. When did you find out was COVID already here? And what was, oh, what, yeah. what, what
1: was this like
2: th- this oh, last yeah. two well, years?
1: First of all, you know, I, I was kind of afraid to go to the doctor because we were in COVID. Right. Yeah. And you know, you're afraid to, well, I was started, uh, last year earlier in, I, I want to say in, in February, maybe a little yeah. bit before that. And, but by the way, I have to say, I have a very strong, uh, endurance to pain so that's bad it's better to be a hypochondriac right. <laughs> so, no I really yeah. mean that you go, I think oh that'll go away you know what I yeah, mean yeah So, um, I was getting pains on my left side and it was going up and I thought uh, I talked to my brother I thought it was a kidney stone and my doctor verified it was a kidney stone but then she said oh but we found something else oh, and you gotta come in and see the uh uh um, oncologist, right. as soon as I heard that word, but I still thought, well, so what? You know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, it doesn't mean that you have. So, but then he showed me the x rays and I had a cry. And then I said, but you know what, Doc, we're going to kick cancer's ass. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. I have <laughs> got an accordion. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, the doctor. Yeah, yeah, no. But you know, said,
2: Judy, that's something that a lot of doctors are talking about. That people have put so much stuff mm-hmm. off during COVID. I, I haven't had my. I'm way overdue for my mammogram. Same thing. I'm going like I don't for a regular maintenance <laughs> thing. I don't want to go in in the middle of COVID. Right. But you're right. It's right. like they're saying so many people are putting that off that yeah. it's becoming really a a problem.
1: Yeah, I, I, I give I, I'm, I've known a few hypochondriacs, and I said, gee, I wish I was more like that. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, but, but still, uh, yeah, but um. You know, I uh yeah, but I did go in and they did. I you know, I went through chemo. I went through I went through chemo, then had an operation in late June, Yeah and then one more bout of chemo, and uh, I stopped chemo September sixteenth and. My hair is starting to grow back, but as you can see, I, I'm blonde until then. That's <laughs> what? That's a wig? How, I I would never have known
2: until you told me.
1: Oh yeah, I, right. <laughs> <laughs> but so
2: now, are you what phase are you in? Are you done with the chemo? Or um, are you? Well,
1: I'm in I'm in remission. I'm in partial remission, but I still have to be treated. You know. Yeah. But but uh, but I'm going to see my. It's good. It's I go in less, so I, I'm going to see my doctor in a month. Yeah, and they're just trying. They wanted to put me on. Oh, I don't want to bore people with this, but no, it's okay.
2: We want to know. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay, but um, you know, uh, they wanted to give me this uh, anti. Well, for lack of a less scientific, more you know, uh, street talk (laughs) term, it's it's a cancer. It's a cancer prevention drug. Mm -hmm. Okay, but it was bothering my. my uh, uh, bone marrow, okay. so we can't hurt the bone marrow. No. no. So, but I was doing so well anyway. The doctor said, "Well, we're just going to keep a really good eye on you." And I've been doing good so far. So. Yay. Yeah, well, I, you you know you've always been a, you've
2: been a comedy hero to generations of women, and oh. now you are just a, a an inspiration, right? A cancer oh, hero. Yeah. It is, uh, yeah. No, I mean we. I don't know anybody, Jody. Do you? I don't know anyone who's not been touched by cancer in oh. their family uh, yeah. or oh,
1: well, I know friends. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and many people write to me, and so I'm so happy that it it does help people because they say to me, "Oh, I'm going through this," and it helped help me and it cheered me up. But at the same time, it makes you. It's supposed to give you the courage to keep fighting. You got to keep fighting.
2: Yeah, you have always been a warrior woman, and I I am happy to hear that you have the uh, the party in your pants back. I think that's (laughs)
1: right. We got a party. We got a party. We got a party in our pants.
2: Get the party in your pants back.
1: Um, You know what? Speaking of the
2: professional party in your pants being back, so this has led to the COVID lockdown. There are surprising silver linings, right? The the surprising result of everybody, you know, in the pandemic Mm -hmm. needing to watch, you know, looking for more and more stuff to watch. Your hilarious 1998 spoof Desperation Boulevard, where you play a former child star who tries to get her career back in Hollywood, which is hilarious. Yeah. It stars, among other people, Michelle Lerner. That's Mrs. Walton, right? Mm-hmm. Michael Lerner. No, Lerner. Michael Lerner. Right. Lerner. But um, Lerner. Michael
1: Lerner, the, uh, he's double uh, Academy Award nominated. He was in Barton Fink. You're oh, okay, that, of, yes. Michael Lerner. Yeah. But right. Lerner. I can see how you would get confused. I yeah. was thinking of the other. Okay. Michael Lerner. Because it's a who's who of, you have
2: Weird Al, Bert Ward, Batman, former child star's Ken Osmond from Leave it to Beaver, uh, Dana Plato from Different Strokes, Aaron Moran from that, uh, Happy Days. Mm-hmm. It's like a who's that, who of Child stars, right?
1: Yeah, it, it was such... A, listen, I am so happy that we, we, we do this card scene together where we're all, we are all we each want to find out from one another what they're doing, and we don't want to tell each other because we don't want them to get our work, you right. know? <laughs> right. so, so it's really funny, and, and I'm so... I, I worked a lot with Erin. Uh, she was a doll, and yeah, uh, I love them all, and God bless them because, you know, some of them, as you know, Ken, Erin, and Dana are no longer with us, yeah. but... I'm so happy that I have them. Yeah, on, you know. Yeah, and you go. can get it
2: on Amazon, by the way. But yes. um, but anyway, I just thought it's so interesting how you know we've just been in lockdown for two years, and that people just rediscovered that, and it's always been this hilarious. Uh...
1: Oh well, yeah, you know, that, yeah, that's. A, I mean, I'm not trying to, but yeah, thank goodness, yeah. Amazon Prime has it. You can just rent it for you can and watch it for right. 24 hours. I think if you rent it, it's 290 dollars and 90 cents
2: yeah there you go and that's all your childhood stars um well honey bun so what and what's going on with uh i, I mean obviously we've all been you know can we do live oh. can we not do live obviously you know you being going through what you're going through it's added another layer of that but what i mean yeah. how are you feeling about the live business if you know hopefully you know, knock on wood, they're saying that this, our numbers are way down, and we're hoping yeah. that we're over the worst of this. Well, so.
1: I just don't want to get on a plane because everybody's yeah. beating up the poor flight <laughs> attendants. What the hell? Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: You've got to tell those pigs to stop. Uh, what is going on? You know, I know. People, it's horrible. I had to so, fly to see
2: my mom, and I tell every single well, one of them, I'm like, if you have any trouble, i got your back. And I'm like, thank you for everything uh, you do. And I'm so sorry people are being jerks to you.
1: Isn't it horrible? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I hope, you know, on your flights, you didn't have any problems.
2: No, no. I, no, because yeah. i clearly, I was, I was ready to go, Jody. No, you know, no rings, no, no, rings, shoes. no shoes. I was ready to, yeah. Um, so I don't, because all I'm saying is I just, I want to see you live again because I remember seeing you live a million years ago. And you're just, you're the goddess. What else can we say about that? <laughs> you are a. <laughs> A constant party in my mm-hmm. pants for years oh, now.
1: Goody. <laughs> uh, oh, goody! So well, honey, yeah, love and, you.
2: And we've linked to her video, yeah, uh, yes, her way. YouTube video, yeah. kicking cancer's ass. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. Yes. She is uh, the oh. woman, the myth, the legend. We love you, Judy Tenuta. Come, I come in you. anytime. All right.
1: Oh, thank you.
2: Keep kicking its ass. We love you.
0: Yeah am kicking
1: it. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: there she goes.
0: There's something magical about unboxing. Jamie Harrison of the DNC is here. Good morning sir.
3: Good morning Stephanie. How are you?
2: I'm good. I have to out you personally about something. Oh. Yeah. When I had to fly home because my 99 year old mom with Alzheimer's got pneumonia and fell and hit her head and we had to reschedule. You texted me personally and I don't know if you know but my dog's name is Jamie and you just said this is Jamie just want want to know if there's anything I can do. I was like. Did you grow a plausible thumbs? <laughs> who is this?
0: <laughs>
2: and you, and you, I said, I'm sorry, I don't know who this is. And you said Jamie Harrison, chair of the TNC. And I was like, Wow. I said, I'm an even bigger fan now, but that was very, very kind of you to reach out well,
3: personally. Well, Stephanie, family is everything. Uh, it's everything to me, and I'm I'm sure that's the you feel the same way. So I oh, uh, yeah. she's she's being she's feeling
2: better. Well, thank you so much, uh, Chairman. You know, I have to say, though, that's exactly what I think we have to articulate for the midterms that you have been articulating is, you know, if you want help for your family. I mean, I keep saying this. I just you know, I've sort of like just been saying it spontaneously, but because I know I'm seen as partisan. But I'm like, you know, if you want a child tax credit, if you want your insulin at thirty five bucks, if you want help, you got to vote for all Democrats. If you want that's sensible, exactly right. if you want your kids safe in school, if you want gun safety, you got to vote for Democrats. Just period, right?
3: Just period. And the Republicans have demonstrated to us that they don't give a damn. They really don't. The only thing that they are focused on right now is power. That's the only thing that they're focused on. That, that There's no core conviction there. And that's why I, I'm, I'm like a broken record. This party, this party of Trump, is a party built on fraud it's built on fear it's built on fascism yeah and we cannot allow it we cannot allow it to go on
2: i i feel like this lady had some thoughts you might be interested in i just i don't know if you you recognize her she might have been a good president but they will do nothing to invest in our schools or make college more affordable they'll ban books but do nothing about guns They'll make it harder for people to vote, but easier for big corporations to bust unions. They'll let polluters trash our environment and let Donald Trump trash our democracy. That's why I intend to work my heart out to elect Democrats up and down the ticket this November. Wow, that was pretty well said, huh? Uh,
3: She knocked it out of the park. She knocked it out of the park. She spoke to, uh, I think... uh, THE FEARS AND FRUSTRATIONS THAT MANY OF US HAVE, THAT EVEN I HAVE you know, AS CHAIR OF THE DNC, um, that, THAT IT'S IMPORTANT THAT WE ALL KNOW THAT WE HAVE A PART TO PLAY IN THIS. Uh, you know, WE GOT A LOT OF FOLKS OUT THERE, who, I WISH SOMEBODY WOULD DO SOMETHING. I would, WELL, YOU KNOW WHAT, JESSE JACKSON SAID, I AM SOMEBODY. WE ARE somebodies, uh, AND WE ALL HAVE A ROLE TO PLAY, TO PUSH BACK AGAINST US, AND TO EDUCATE AND COMMUNICATE uh, WHO THE REPUBLICAN PARTY IS, And what we are fighting for, because that's the thing, you you got to have both sides. People need to know what we believe in, what we are fighting for, what our values are. But we also need to demonstrate and show who the Republican Party is today. And again, it's a party built on fraud, fraud, fear, and fascism.
2: Yeah, and you take it right back to them. Kevin McCarthy tweeted, when Democrats and bureaucrats say kids are resilient, they're admitting they know what they're doing to kids is harmful because they're counting on kids to be okay anyway. And you just said your new interest in kids is intriguing. So why didn't you support child tax credit extension, money to open schools in ARP, reauthorization of Violence Against Women Act, efforts to keep guns out of schools, child care relief, universal pre-K. Oh, but you like Dr. Seuss. Um, I mean... (laughs) That's really it. They don't vote for anything. And yet, you know, we're told, Jamie, and I'm sure you hear it all the time, that, oh, Glenn Youngkin won in uh, Virginia because, of you know, you got to be careful of angry parents in this, in this cycle. I mean, you just listed all the things Democrats
3: are doing for children and for schools. What are Republicans doing? But they're not doing anything. And, and what they're trying to do is demonize, te- demonize teachers right now. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, just think about this. In every single American, every person that I know, can think of that one or two teachers that had that impact on their life that did something special that saw something in them when nobody else did that was there for them in a time of need teachers are uh as someone who taught in the classroom for for a year ninth grade social studies teachers don't get the respect they don't get the pay Uh, it's a hard hard job but you know some teachers even give their lives for their students uh look at what the teachers did in some of these uh, schools Where we had gun violence. Um, And they believe in our kids. They don't deserve to have a political party demonize them, beat them down to to put uh, video cameras in their classrooms. It's hard enough. And if they push too far, you are going to see the next crisis in this country that is going to be caused by the Republican Party, where you see a whole cadre of teachers say, enough is enough. I'm packing up. I love these kids, but I am not going to tolerate the attacks coming from a Republican Party.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, I I think that all of us, you know, COVID fatigue is real, obviously, after two years of this. So, you know, what what do you make of that? Because, again, you know, we look at any barometer, whether it's of the economy or what the president has done on COVID vaccinations, to, you know, and knock on wood, it appears we're going to be in a much different place by fall with COVID. So how what are you feeling about that issue? Because I, I personally feel like it's too soon to be lifting all restrictions, given you know, where we are with COVID right at the moment. But how, how are I mean, obviously, I think everyone acknowledges this is political now. It's not just yeah. science.
3: Well, listen, I, I think partly COVID is has been sort of the wet blanket uh, in terms of holding down not only uh, aspects of the economy, but also impacting how people feel about where things are right now. Uh, I THINK AS SOON AS WE COME OUT OF COVID MORE, I I THINK WE WILL SEE uh, THE PRESIDENT'S APPROVAL NUMBERS GO UP. I THINK YOU WILL SEE THE CONGRESSIONAL RACES NOT BE AS COMPETITIVE BECAUSE THEN PEOPLE WILL FOCUS ON THE REPUBLICAN PARTY FOR WHO THEY REALLY ARE. Um, AND SO, YOU KNOW, I THINK WE STILL HAVE TO JUST BE VIGILANT. AND ONE OF THE THINGS I'M LOOKING FORWARD TO HEARING IN THE PRESIDENT'S SPEECH IS HIM JUST ADDRESSING Covid in 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 only the way that Joe Biden can, yeah. in an empathetic, heartfelt manner. That, you know, folks are still struggling. If you're a parent of a young child under under five, it is still very very hard. How do you protect your babies? How do you keep them safe? Uh, because Covid's still out there, and so um, I think he'll be able to talk to that. And you know, I think at this point, the American people just need need to hear from the president that it's going to be okay yeah and i'm going to do everything in my power to make sure it
1: is
2: yeah well you know and chairman i feel like i've never been in a period at least in my life where i, I you know you're saying it just flat out about what today's gop is but i keep saying it is un-american they're just they, Un-American. they, they root for vladimir putin and russia they root for uh covid they put out constant COVID misinformation and vaccine misinformation. They root for, you know, some Canadian truckers to come here and clog our own, to, to shut down our supply chains in Detroit and elsewhere. Anything they perceive as bad for Biden or Democrats, and it, it unfortunately happens to be bad for America, everything they root for.
3: Stephanie, I have never seen a political party root against America more than I have seen with this Republican Party. In every aspect, and you just laid it out in terms of the economy. I mean, just think about the the other day. It was so funny watching Fox News, which is you know the the extension of the RNC's communications team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And at the announcements of the job announcements in uh in January, and how they were giddy with anticipation to see lower numbers so that they could say, "See Joe Biden. Oh, he, he's not doing that." And to see their mouths just drop yeah. when those numbers came out. Yeah. It, it, was, it was such joy for me. Yeah. Um, because this is the thing. You can root against America, but you're always gonna be you're always gonna lose. Yeah. Because this country is resilient. This yeah. country is strong. Well, and I know the Republicans like to think of, of America as some brittle thing that is about to break and try to gin up that fear. But America is strong because she is diverse, because uh, we bring all of those experiences to bear. And she's strong enough for all of us. I believe that to the core of who I am.
2: Exactly. You tweeted, Republicans will talk to their blue in the face about inflation when it's time to actually show up and do the work to lower prices for families. They're all, uh. Mm -hmm. You said Senator Tester's 100% correct. The GOP will talk about inflation, yet when it comes time to do something about it, they're MIA. They don't show up. Guess you can't expect much from a party built on fraud, fear, and fascism. I mean, from not showing up to vote for Fed nominees to, again, rooting I mean, they're happy that this highway was clogged and that, you know, plants had to shut down in Detroit. I I mean, and then they'll blame the supply chain problems from that on President Biden. I mean, it's um, I just and and then and then
3: they'll try to take credit for the the infrastructure improvements and all of the other things that President Biden got done that they voted no against. You know, it's so funny that it, during the 80s, particularly you know, when they created this whole moniker of the welfare queens and this and that, these yeah. people who are sitting on um, the government's largest and not doing anything, they must have been projecting about themselves because this is a party that doesn't do a damn thing but collects those uh, federal paychecks every two weeks. Uh, but they vote no, they don't attend their committee meetings, they don't do anything for the constituents, they go to a lot of shrimp and cocktail parties okay. and go golfing with the president in Mar-a-Lago, but they don't do a damn thing for the people that they represent. And it's time for the people to stand up and say, enough is enough, we're going to send you home, give you that permanent vacation you deserve, uh, and put bring to Washington, D.C. some people who are actually going to work and fight for us.
2: Yeah. Chairman, I hope we're going to call out in every district where Republicans are taking credit for things they didn't vote for whether it's, you know, infrastructure or COVID relief, the, the reason why the economy is doing as well as it is?
3: I, I've, Stephanie, I've asked, uh, I just met with uh, all of the state party chairs uh, last weekend. Uh, they were convened in New York, and one of the things I requested of them is to develop some Democratic true Scots. Uh, So that all of these groundbreakings and ribbon cuttings, they send Democratic volunteers there with their signs and everything else to make sure that these Republicans do not take credit for something that they did not do. And that's really, really important. So we're going to encourage and try to support our state parties as much as possible because they're on the ground uh, and they know these events and when they're happening and all to make sure that we're out in front. And the DNCs, uh, we've been hitting them hard on the digital front. But uh, let's see some billboards up. Let's yeah. let's call them out for who they are.
2: Yeah, and uh, I like what you said. It re, you know reminds me of another successful chair, uh, Howard Dean, with the 50-state strategy. You say Democrats can win in red states. That's why we've created the Red State Fund, which gives our party the resources it needs to organize and mobilize good. folks in traditionally red areas all year long. As I've heard many times, Texas and Georgia aren't red states. They've been voter suppression states. Yes. So I think the <laughs> big people's biggest concern, Chairman, is what, how— how are we fighting these voter suppression laws? Because you're already hearing the, the stories out of Texas and elsewhere about how these laws are working exactly as they're intended and rejecting all these mail-in ballots, et cetera. What, what they can, are. Yeah, go ahead. So,
3: so you know, Stephanie, we put $25 million into our I Will Vote initiative, which is really the largest voter protection effort that we've ever done at the DNC in, in our history. Uh, and that's coupled with $23 million that we're pouring into all of our state parties over the course of the next few uh, few years and make sure that they have a capacity. But why, why we're trying to do this is because we knew that we didn't know what was going to happen in the Senate, whether or not we were going to be able to do something and enact, some, enact something. So, you know, in, in the, the vein of controlling what you can control, it is we can put capacity in states uh, to put voter protection staff there right now, to learn about the the laws, to help state parties and the state legislatures push back against these laws, and then to make sure that folks are educated about the laws and how they have changed and how they may impact them at the ballot box. So in our 13 battleground states that we're looking at, we already have voter protection staff on the ground right now that's working with our state parties hand in glove so that we have a big, robust voter protection education program, uh, a, a registration program, and then a get them to the polls and protect them once they get their program as well. And so that's going on right now. And I know a lot of people are frustrated. Listen, I am too. A lot of people saying, well, what's going on? There's a lot going on under the radar um, uh, that folks may not know about, but the infrastructure is being built and has been built in order to protect people when we get them to the polls in November.
2: Do you, I, I think I asked you this last time, but do you feel like there are any parts even of voting rights or Build Back Better that are going to get done before the midterms?
3: You know, I just had Amy Klobuchar on my podcast um, and we talked about this. You know, she's been one of the leaders in the Senate uh, on the voting rights bill. She believes in this uh, Electoral Count Act uh, provision. They may be able to pull off a few aspects of the John Lewis Voting Rights Act and and incorporate that into into that. Uh, but the, the, the overall bill, I, I at this point, unless we can find some carve out or some way around the filibuster, we don't see that overall bill, and that's why it's just so important for us to add you know at least two more senate yeah. seats, mm-hmm. uh, in 2022. And, and, and we have we're some, working hard to do that,
2: we have some very good you know, Val Demings, we, we love with oh, the yes. heat of a thousand white hot suns here on the Stephanie Miller Show. Tim Ryan, I think, is a very strong candidate very for good. Ohio. I mean, we really it's not unrealistic, is it, to
3: think? We uh, not unrealistic. And you're yeah. going to see I believe you're going to see some emerging races. Uh, you know, if Green wins in Missouri, I think that gives Democrats a really good chance to yeah. pull out a, a big upset in Missouri. But you also have uh, North Carolina Sherry Beasley, first African-American woman, uh, on Chief Supreme Court Justice, uh, you know Pennsylvania, uh, Wisconsin, another great opportunity. Ron Johnson is, is you know, cuckoo yeah. for cocoa puffs. <laughs> yes. So you know, that's it, a great opportunity for us to pick up that seat. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm feeling really bullish yeah. that I believe not only will we hold the Senate. But that we can actually pick up some votes in yeah. the United States I'm, Senate, so I'm, that we can make the modifications that are so necessary.
2: Two more thoughts for you,
3: Governor Beto
2: yeah. O'Rourke, Governor Stacey Abrams. <laughs> oh,
3: that, that's like music to my ears. <laughs> uh, you know, Beto and Stacey are the best of the best. I I, I don't know two better campaigners, uh, two people who are more vigilant in terms of reaching out to the grassroots and empowering them, making sure. Uh, that they are speaking truth to power. and so uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing everything that we can yep. to help uh, Beto and Stacy in, in their efforts. We need and, them as yes. governors.
2: And yep. by the way, speaking of the public mood and COVID, I really hope the president addresses getting boosted and getting your kids vaccinated. I yes. feel like you know we're really at this critical turning point where we're, our death rate is still really high. you know COVID is coming down, but it's why it's so important, I think that we you know this is our fifth wave. And I just unfortunately we don't have another party that wants to help. We have another party that is pro COVID basically that wants whatever is bad for Joe Biden, you know. And so it's that that's a a tough spot to be in. But but you are doing the Lord's work as I as I texted you. (laughs) <laughs> and, you, and we appreciate you always taking time for us. And I didn't of know you course, had a podcast. Back. I didn't know you had a podcast. I do you think at this point literally every human has a podcast because I think, <laughs> I think they do. So. I think so. I think so. I
3: I, I, at this point uh, you know my son has started talking about uh, he's 7 uh, doing his own podcast oh he's about, late
2: he's late now uh, he's, he's never oh, yeah. going to catch up in the podcast
3: oh no world. i know it, it'll be about legos and pokemon and yeah. now dragon ball z uh, I'm in. and and how and how he beats his dad at all of it.
2: So. i'm in i'm in I, I, I sense a million downloads on the first one all right thank you <laughs> thank you, Chairman thank you stephanie all right.
0: take care